Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Blue Balls podcast. My name is Luke Walsh. I'm joined by Eric Riesberg, and don't be surprised if we talk about how upset we are with our real-life football teams this week. Eric, how are we doing? Um, I'm good. I mean, yeah, the football situation is is rough. Not great right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> like, but that's true everywhere, right? Like, you've got, like, us... Our Viking and Bears contingencies. Yep. Chargers zero and two right oh now. Oh my god! They, I, how Colts they're... one and one with some like optimism, but yep. like it's scary that he's already hurt. Yep. Right. So Not there's great. definitely some concerns there. Yep. Although it was self-reported, we'll get to it in a second. Mm-hmm. But yeah, football is pain. It is. That meme <laughs> is very very official this season. Yeah, um, it's. It, we're starting out. I mean, the script is starting out very strong with just no one being happy. Not, not no one. Very few people. Yeah, it's not it's not going great. I would say Cowboys fans people. are happy, which I hate. <laughs> yeah, other than today's news, which That's true. Which we won't talk about that in the injury section because we don't talk defense. Trayvon right. Diggs likely out for the season. ACL tear, um, I think is, is Was it official already? I, I think they just need the MRI to confirm it, but that's where all of the re- like that's where all of the yeah, reports are. Yeah, you can usually tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it was non-contact in practice on one-on-one drills like he had to use crutches the rest of the day. That's not good. Yeah, no, that is not what you want to hear. But yeah, generally speaking, football is pain. Yep. But other than that, I mean, things are going well. I'm excited for tomorrow night for yes. our concert that yep. we're going to. So that should be fun. Uh huh. Yes, we're we're going to uh, Teddy Swim's concert up here in Minneapolis, well, in St. Paul. St. Paul now. Yeah, yeah it was yep. going to be in Minneapolis. It's going to be at First Ave. They were like, been, nope. Would have been your first experience at First Ave. Yeah, it's true. Um, it's like the venue in Minneapolis, pretty yes. much. Yeah. Um, kind of the legendary one. Like the the house that Prince built is what people call it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've never been to a concert there. Um, but the Palace in St. Paul, it's also a, a very cool venue. Yeah. It's nice. Um, we went there before. I'm excited to go again. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and are free right now and want to drive up to St. Paul, <laughs> do it. Yeah. It's, a, it's probably on, it's are on, not tickets. It, I would assume it's sold I think, out. I think I saw the post is low availability. They like upgraded to the palace, which has more capacity. Is that why? Yeah, I, yeah. It was a capacity thing? I think it was. You might have like it might have been like demand, and then they couldn't get another night at first half because mm-hmm. you would not be able to do that. So no, you can't just impromptu yeah. get an extra night at first no. half. Nope. Um, and then yeah, I guess the palace was open that night. So cool. Yeah, but yeah, if you're listening to this on Friday, September twenty second, and you can make it to St. Paul by six thirty and want to buy a ticket, there you go. You can join us. Yeah, it'll um, be a good time. But yeah, how are you doing, Luke? I'm doing okay. Another week at work. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, I feel the same way. Another another week, uh, but we're here. And more dollars. More dollars. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> no, really the reason we go to work. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's why would I work if I wasn't getting paid? That's for, absolutely you know? correct. People are like, oh, like, you like, like, you would you keep working if you like won the lottery or whatever? Dear and I'm God, like, no. I'm like, no, of course not. No. Why would anyone? <laughs> why on earth? Anyways. No, I would, I would use the money that I get to like. Let me do shit like this for just more often. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Just profession I guess professionally. Yeah. Right. If you got paid for it, great, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's the key. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're doing fine. Sweet. Outside of outside of the bears. Yeah, the bears are, are a hot mess right I now. Don't but know that's what not to surprising, do. to be honest. I mean, it's not but like this amount of shit this early on in the season. 
that's that's not great. Yeah, it's it's not good. No. Um not Dis- discourse between players and coaches potentially, but also not because quickly after Justin Fields said that comment in the press yeah. conference where he was like where they were like, What do you think the issue is? And he says coaching. Then immediately after drills <laughs> he does another press conference and he's like, I'm not blaming the coaches. <laughs> yeah, I um that team is in big trouble. Not great, and we just lost our defensive coordinator. Although we didn't really have a defense, you really anyway. don't need a defensive coordinator if your head coach is Matt right. Eberflus. Yeah, if that's we're true. being honest, right? Yeah. Um. So like, yeah, yeah, but not great. You could use a new offensive coordinator, probably. Could use someone a lot. who believes in running the ball. Oh my god! Specifically with your like literal Ferrari. How do you not have? I think he's had like three designed runs through two weeks. Yeah. Justin Fields has. Yeah, it's it's crazy. stupid. It's it's really really bad. And um, then and then you know you go out and get DJ Moore and then don't, don't throw to him. Use him. Yeah. yeah, don't throw to him. Although he was targeted a little better this week. He was targeted yeah. better on the first drive, it's, and the first drive was successful. Yeah, it's just how football be yep. sometimes. Sure is. Yeah. Um, and with the pain comes the drinking. The drinking. So Eric, what do we got tonight? Um, tonight I have a, another um sample room special. Um, and this one is from Elysian um, Brewing, um, okay. and I, it's a fairly big brewery, I think. Actually, mm-hmm. um, it is called Test Beer. Okay, there is nothing on the label, as you can see. Yeah, and so I don't know how many ABVs or IBUs or anything it is. It literally is a like sample only beer. What What are you getting from it? What's the taste? What's the vibes? Mm, it tastes a little like wheat beer ish. Okay. Get another sip in there. Right. Refresh yeah. the palate. Uh-huh. Um, it's pretty, it's not hoppy at all. So definitely a okay. low IBU type of beer. It yep. could be just like a wheat beer um, or it's not quite a Kolsch. Um, it's a little sweeter than that. Okay. Um, so that's kind of where my mind goes. Um, it's good. It's nice. fine. I mean, it was free. So. Well, there you go. That's always a great thing. It's the best version of beer. It is. It's free beer. Very much so, yeah. Uh, Luke, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I myself have a Cutwater Vodka Mule. Yeah. It's a 7% ABV. Uh, I'm surprised Cutwaters are only 7%, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they should be, like, I feel like I've seen them higher before. They taste higher. They taste way higher, (laughs) yeah. Um, Now, let me just confirm that I didn't miss it. A one, a one. In front the of fr- that I don't seven. think you can sell seventeen percent nope, nope. RTDs. It's, just, it's a seven. I think that's. that's I think it. that's too high legally. Yeah, but I had like a sixteen percent. I mean, soju is different, but yeah, it's still. not. Yeah, <laughs> get that in the bottle. Yep, that's true. <laughs> um, but no, it's just a vodka mule. It's good. It's it gets you where you're going. And yeah. it's tasty. Awesome. Yeah. Well, it's just not in a. It's not in a copper mug. I didn't. I mean, you could have borrowed one. Uh, yeah, and but you can on the next one if you want to. Maybe to I, w- auth- I might to make it authentic. I might to make that one more authentic. I might, but for this one, we're just sticking with the can. It's nice, perfect. Yeah. Well, should we move on to some of the news, notes, injuries, and we and should. More? Yes, and we will try to get through as much of this as quickly as possible because there's a fuck ton of Classic things that week happened. Two. Oh my god, dude! Week two bloodbath. Yeah. yeah. It's I'm bad. curious if there's any data on like when most injuries occur. I feel like it'd be like early the first few weeks early of the season. season when yeah. players aren't quite conditioned yet. Mm-hmm. It's like a survival of the fittest right. for the first few weeks. And yeah. then if you make it, it's just like fluke injuries after that. Pretty much. Of. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, first up, we got a little bit of news that we want to talk about. Uh, I'm just going to read it and then I'm going to go to you for whatever your takes are on this, Eric. But uh, trade in the NFL happened. Cam Akers running back uh, was on the Rams for a few years. Uh, He's part of the Super Bowl run. Yeah, right. He was he was a good running back. He was like a key part of the team. Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't a good running back. And Sean McVay was against him a lot. <laughs> Yeah. And they made him healthy and active uh, week two this year. Kyron Williams was getting the role, and then they were shopping him, and he found a landing spot, a suitor in the Minnesota Vikings, a swap for late round picks in... 2026, yeah. I believe. So, yeah, yeah. like... That's it. Literal trash. Like, um, like, but <laughs> It's like Cam and a sixth... Round seventh. pick, a seventh for a sixth mm-hmm. in 2026. Mm-hmm. So cool. <laughs> so like nothing, basically. Yeah, but uh, what what do you think of this as the Vikings fan here? Um, I I don't know. Our running back room definitely needs also as help. the Alexander Madison owner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not thrilled about it from that perspective. Um, I think I mean it's early and they've played two solid run defenses, so it's hard to say. Right, but. Madison has not shown out to be very good as the bell cow so far. I right. know there's been some, obviously, matchup issues are a problem. Yep, um, not great. But, yeah, I think the team just decided that they need a little change of pace. Um, Kevin O'Connell was the OC back mm-hmm. when they made the Super Bowl run right. um, with Cam Akers. Um, and so there's a previous relationship there. I think, overall, this will be good for the running back room. Um, it is a little concerning that they're not at that comfortable with Ty Chandler. Yeah. Um, or even Kenny, although yeah. Kenny is much more of a special team. He is. Ken- guy. Yeah. Ken- Kenny's, Kenny's a returner. Um, I, as much as I would like him to have a more prominent role in the running game, that's just not who he is at the NFL level. Yeah. He does great returning the ball though. Yeah. He's good. He's a really good returner. Yeah. It's yeah. fun to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, Addison so far, not shaping up so i think they just need a little change of pace chandler see yeah. if we can well madison first oh madison sorry i thought you said addison oh, i meant madison <laughs> like, and i was like he's shaping up pretty well no addison <laughs> is doing just fine yeah. um but no madison um not quite bell cow worthy i think no. so they wanted to add a little bit of change of pace um and i think acres knowing o'connell's system or what o'connell would like to mm-hmm. do um, is going to be a positive. Um, yeah. Which is why they made the move, because it was cheap. Very right. cheap to do so. so very, very so cheap why to not? do so. Yeah, why not? Take um, the chance. Yeah. 0-2 kind of got to start making some moves here. You do, you do have to start doing what you can to make waves and try to make up ground. I mean, because you're not... 0-2 is not a great start, but you do not want to go 0-3, which... I've heard the numbers are really bad. I don't remember exactly what it is. Yeah, but... I think I think it's teams that go 0-3 probably of like a less than 5% chance of making the playoffs or some low shit like that. Um, yeah. And it's going to be rough because Vikings and Chargers this upcoming weekend, both, both teams 0-2. With both teams high with... expectations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be a crazy game. going to be super good yeah, for fantasy, I think. I think. It's, but... it's going to be good for fantasy. It's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. It's going to be stressful as hell. Oh, uh, for sure. So yep. um, that'll be good. But yeah. but yeah, I think the Akers move is okay. From a fantasy perspective, It you have to it, see. It just mutes them mutes both of their ceilings you have you have to just wait and see how the situation unfolds i'm not starting either of them no for I'm not either the law for a long time if i can handle if i can help it nope i'm keeping madison on the bench for a little while um yeah, I, yeah. he's just it's just too much of a question mark mm-hmm. right so so we'll see 
Yeah, we will. Uh, moving on into injuries that happened this past week, we have a whole slew of them. Uh, first up, Anthony Richardson, quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, suffered a concussion. Early on in the game, though, he already made a massive impact in that game. Yeah, he was only about a third of the way through the game. Self-reported concussion, yeah. which typically lends itself to recover, like being put back in sooner. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, honestly, yeah. good for him to help protect him, protect his health. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. But yep, very impactful so far in his mm-hmm. first two games. Um, if he impact. doesn't go, it's Gardner Minshew. <sighs> I mean, I, Gar- Gardner's good enough. Um, yeah. If who are they playing? They're going against Baltimore, so tougher. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stream Gardner um, in that situation. If this is a multi-week thing for Richardson, and you get the right matchup, Gardner could be a streamer mm-hmm. because I mean we know how, what he, how he does. He yeah. just pops off every now and then. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think you're still capable. You're still able to start like Pittman and yeah, Pittman's um, been really solid. And Zach, Zach, Moss. Zach Moss is a guy you can start yeah. right now. Um, he but I clearly has that backfield under his thumb. Did not not that difficult with his competition. True. <laughs> so yeah, I guess keep an eye on that if you have Richardson anywhere. If he goes, I, I'm starting him. Oh yeah, fields. yeah, instant start for, for sure. sure. If Richardson goes, you play him because that rushing upside is insane. Yeah, he's um he's a freak. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Joe Burrow aggravated the calf strain uh, that he suffered in the preseason. Uh, he is trending towards not playing which is very unfortunate with how the Bengals have started this season. Also 0-2, big expectations. Yep. Um, I don't I, even know who I, the I backup is. I didn't look it up. I'm not excited about it. Um, you're still going to play Jamar Chase. You're still going to play T. Higgins. You're still going to play Joe Mixon. But I wouldn't feel awesome about it. Yeah, I um, I also would not feel awesome about it. Yeah, he did not practice today. His backup is Jake Browning. Cool. So, um, I has guess, he thrown a pass in the NFL? Uh, I'm not sure. Awesome. This is fourth year, so yeah, I think so. Okay. Sweet. Mm, mm. One in week one. Cool. So right because they were getting absolutely boat raced. Um. So yeah, he's thrown one pass. Sweet. It was incomplete. Not great. No, not great. <laughs> um. Yeah. This is a definite downgrade for pretty much every Bengal because yes. they'll just be able to lock in on Mixon too. So like, right? Yeah, you're still playing him because you drafted him so early. To. Yeah, they're too they're too good of players not to. Right. But yeah, Un- unless you like drafted one of them and then lucked into the uh, Pukanakua waiver action. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Won the Puka lottery. Yep, exactly. Uh, next up, Bryce Young of the Carolina Panthers is dealing with an ankle injury. He has already been ruled out. Or he's doubtful at the very he's least. Super doubtful. But yeah, he's probably not going to play. So Andy Dalton is going to be the guy he's on back. another team. He's back. Um, boy, was, he a, was he a Panther last year? No, I, he was a Saint last year. Yes, he was a Saint last year. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll get a start. And that, uh, I mean, he has already dressed, so he should already feel your immaculate grid, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he's necessities, he's, but yeah, he's one of those guys that is good to. He's know popped around a lot. What teams he's been on? Yeah, um, but yeah, I I don't know, I don't know if it's necessarily. I think it's probably I, it's even. a lateral move. Yeah, it's maybe even a little bit upside for the wide receivers. If we're being honest, Young has yeah. not thrown well so far. No, um, I I I I'd be in on Adam Thielen. I'd be in on Adam Thielen. He got a lot of work last week. Uh, a lot of looks. He he looked okay enough. 
for sure. Got a touchdown. Very yeah. productive. Hayden Hurst is a guy at tight end if you need a streamer. Tight end's thin as hell. Tight end's so. very thin. Um, this could be very good for Miles Sanders as well. Yeah, he's totally. been getting, He's been getting a lot of volume in that backfield. So Yeah, yeah, I think there's... I, I think it's very much a lateral move, unless you own Bryce Young, obviously, but mm-hmm. you weren't starting him yet anyways because he no. hasn't shown to be that guy nope. quite yet. He has not. Uh, running back, we have... The really sad news. The worst um, one. Nick Chubb um, with a knee injury. Um, I believe it's like MCL, ACL. It's everything. All of the above. It's um, it's a full reconstruction. It's bad. Yeah. Um, so he will be done for the season. Um, with that, the Browns have signed Kareem, Kareem Hunt back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the price is now right. One um, year deal up to $4 million with incentives. Still pretty cheap not for yeah. for a veteran running back that knows your system yep um jerome ford also the guy um here he played great in the absence of chubb yep um on thursday night so definitely someone to watch although it's probably going to be a shared backfield again like it was with hunt yes um we'll just see i mean ford will get most of the work still as they're trying to ease hunt in He's more similar to Chubb in style he than is. Hunt is. Yeah, for too. sure. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, I I still think that Ford is the one. Yeah. They didn't re-sign Hunt for a reason. You know. I'm thinking it's money, and it's, I mean that and it's also like yeah. attitude. Like I think physically, he probably still has something uh, in the tank. Well, but remember um, the end of last year, he also wasn't super great. That's true. Yeah. Um, but you know, monitor the situation. I wouldn't be surprised if Hunt does garner much more work but yeah this week maybe not this week this week ford is probably still startable as a well uh, maybe even in well no he gets a lot of extra time because they played on thursday i'd say if you picked him up i'm i'm a guy who went hard fab wise in a league on ford on ford yep yep um i am on the fence starting him because they are going against tennessee sure i spent a lot of money i should start him right you know investments there but Tennessee has like one of the best rushing defenses in the league, and they've had that for years. So yeah. I we'll see. I'll flip a coin. It's between him and Miles Sanders for me in that league. So that, yeah, yeah, kind of a tough one. Yep. Uh, um, but, but sad yeah. news for Nick Chubb. Very. I mean, it was. It looked so bad. He's been like the. It's the same knee that he that got destroyed when he was at Georgia too. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's not good. No. Um, he's been like pretty healthy through his career though yeah considering how much he's used i would say like he's one of the more durable backs that we've seen yes in recent history so um sad to see a guy like that go down it's a bummer it's a huge bummer uh next up here we have saquon barkley another stud um he has an ankle sprain he's out he's probably out for like three-ish weeks or they, so yeah they said three weeks and then they were like we'll see but yeah, it's it, it's it, multi-week, I think. It definitely could be more than that. Um, so they're playing right now. Uh, Matt Breida and uh, Gary Brightwell are mm-hmm. going to be splitting work. Um, no one's as good as Saquon. Nope. This then puts pressure on all the pass catchers who already aren't very good. Um, if, I'm I'm down across the board on Giants because of this injury. Uh, yeah, I think that's a, that's understandable for sure. Um. I think if Brita has a respectable stat line against this Niners defense tonight, he has two very good matchups the next couple weeks uh, if Saquon continues to be out. Yeah, so. could be playable yep. in the next couple weeks. That's fair. Um, next up here we have David Montgomery, um, favorite of the pod here. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a quad contusion, which I assume 
is just like a twist in your muscle, essentially. Yeah, yeah something. Um, so it's not quite a pull. Um, he's likely out in week three, um, potentially more. So you're looking at Jameer Gibbs give possibly him the ball. Give him playing the out, ball. but he's not really a <laughs> like bell cow style no. back. No, um, he's not. he'll definitely get more work. He will. Um, but Craig Reynolds is is the guy who's going to work cut, it. Though I mean, very. You can get him. But I wouldn't play him. He's certainly not playable at no. this point of the game. No, no, no. Um, but worth picking up so someone else can't, I right. guess. Yeah, exactly. I mean, depending on... De- you watch and see how the first week without Demo goes. Uh, and if Reynolds just steps right into that role, then you got a guy. Yeah. At I don't, least who's getting volume. Yeah, the only thing that changes is it's a little higher, um, I think, floor for Gibbs here. I don't know that there's yes. much difference in what you're doing with your Lions players. No, I don't think so either. Um, and last guy here, former Lion Jamal Williams um, for the New, New Orleans Saints. He has a hamstring strain, um, possibly multi- multiple weeks. Um, so keep an eye on that. But Tony Jones got a lot of the work when he went out last week um, because they were still missing um, Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller is back to full practice now. And Kendra Miller's practicing. He is much more like Alvin Kamara than any mm-hmm. of the other guys yep. in that backfield. And Kamara is still out for one more week yes. with the... Suspension, um, punching suspension. So, yeah. um, yeah, Kendra Miller is the guy I would be looking at. I would not be interested in Tony Jones. Two I, touchdowns is fluky. The two touchdowns were, yeah, they unless were, you're Jamal Williams, I suppose. Right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if Kendra Miller, if Kendra Miller plays, I would feel very, very good about playing him. If he doesn't go and it's Tony Jones, maybe flex if you're totally desperate. Mm-hmm. But, yep. but I, you know, here I am as a Derek Carr and Chris Olave owner hoping that they can just connect more often. <laughs> I think they will. I think it's just going to take a little time. Yeah, I think Alave so is just an absolute stud. Yep, for sure. Um, I have Kendra in a guillotine, and I'm debating whether it's safe enough to start him. Just monitor the practice reports. If he's full go the rest of the week and starting, like if he's the guy, then I'd feel good about it. You think, it was, you think he has a safe floor? Because that's what guillotine's about is the right. floor. I'd, who are they playing? Uh, New Orleans is going against. That's a good question, actually. Um, I don't know. Let's find out. New Orleans is going against Green Bay. Well, they don't have a great rush defense. That's true. Um, so yeah, I'd feel pretty okay about it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's someone to keep an eye on, um, who could also make some noise later this season. Good. Um, has a couple pass to success. He has to he has to pop off this week. He has to absolutely yeah. demolish this week. Yeah. So that Kamara they... may be slow coming back because he might Maybe. not be in the best shape. Right. As well. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh next up, wide receivers. First up, Amon Ross Same Brown uh is dealing with turf toe. He's practicing, but monitor the situation. He will be depending on the severity of the turf toe. Impacted for sure. Yeah, yeah, probably slowed down. So Josh Reynolds, definitely a guy I'm interested in. He's been yeah. standalone value so far this year, uh-huh. actually. Yep. Um, Laporta, Laporta, for definitely sure. someone I'm loving yeah. picking up in yep. the draft this year. I, th- I mean, I think Gibbs gets more work as well. Gibbs uh, could get in some terms of passing. Amon Ra's out, I yep. think, yep. or it even even hobbled. Um, and then deep deep cut, you'd be looking at Khalif Raymond, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't feel. I wouldn't great. trust it. But you know, Lions, they. Do their thing. They have a lot of pieces, they so do. if someone goes down, they can still make things happen. Yep, they can. Odo Beckham Jr. dealing with an ankle sprain. He's considered week to week. Uh, I don't think he's been practicing. Um, 
And even I if he did, has, he's old. Yeah, even if he is, Zay Flowers is the wide receiver that you're starting in that offense, especially when Mark Andrews is healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the only wide receiver, Zay Flowers. Uh, oh, and running backs, I guess we didn't talk about this, but Justice Hill is dealing with a little injury as well. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, Justice Hill is dealing with something, so Gus Edwards is... The, I mean, bu- he was, the bus is churning. He was already kind of the guy. Yeah. I mean, last week without um, any Dobbins, Hill had 57% of the snaps, and Gus Edwards had um, 43, I guess, but 10 attempts in Gus's camp to only, only 11 on Justices. Yeah, so, and, and Justice Hill, he's dealing with a toe injury. He has not practiced yet this week. So Yeah, so it'd be Gus and then I guess Melvin Gordon, but oh, either way, it's yikes. somehow Melvin Gordon is still alive and in the league. It's, I think it's more Lamar <laughs> for yeah. Melvin Gordon, dude. Yeah. Uh, next up, Jalen Waddle dealing with a, con- a concussion. He is not practicing yet. He didn't play last week. He the- got pulled at the end of the week. That's what it was. Yeah. At the end of the game. Yep. Yeah. Um, he's not practicing. When I needed him to make like a catch, like one pain. more catch. <laughs> Absolute pain. Football is pain. It is. Yep. Uh, it's, you know, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> it's Tyreek Hill. Yeah, it doesn't change anything for anyone else. I mean, it really doesn't even change anything for Hill, frankly. Right, no. Miami will just be a little less explosive, but okay. everyone will still get all of their points. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, final guy on our wide receiver list. He's not playing. Uh, he's dealing with, I think it was a quad injury? Yeah, not sure. Yeah. But either way, they've been peppering Debo so far. Yeah, yep. Debo's getting a lot. Uh, McCaffrey's getting a lot. Um, but yeah, keep an eye on the Ayuk situation. Just because shoulder for Ayuk shoulder okay, uh, but yeah, just because Ayuk is when he's been on with this offense, he's been absolutely killer. Yeah, he's been awesome. Yep. Finally, tight end Logan Thomas is in the concussion protocol. He is questionable. Logan Thomas notable. He got popped. He got real hard. Popped in the end zone. Still made the catch. Yeah. Fantastic finish. Yep. Um, but yeah, Logan Thomas has been very good so far this year. Mm-hmm. Um, eight targets in game one, three targets in game two, but a touchdown. Um, yeah, he's a favorite of Sam Howell's yeah. so far. Yep. And, uh, the guy, the Broncos defender, that is the one who popped Logan Thomas is the same guy who put Jacoby Myers into the concussion protocol. Yeah. He's dirty. A real bad hit. It's not great. And I don't think the league did anything. I about don't think it, so. Which if you're gonna, if you're gonna harp on concussions and safety of the players, you got to punish the guys that put multiple people into the protocol with bad hits. Yeah, let's um let's call him out. His name is Kareem Jackson. There we go. So let's get him on the record as being at, a dirty player. At Eric Williams. Um, at Ryan Renberger. Oh, he's like old too. He's 35. I know you guys don't have any actual power because we're just fans of the teams, but you guys are the only Broncos fans. That... Yeah, like this guy <laughs> is way too old to be doing that. Um but he's not being he's not suspended. Um so Cool. Yeah. He Wonderful. was ejected in that game, so he okay. did, then probably did get a fine. Well, that's good. At not least. suspended. That's um, something. It's better than nothing. But yeah. He's too old. He's 35. He's too old to be doing that. Yeah. Way too old. That's Why, it. Shape for up. injuries. Yeah. That's what we got for injuries. I mean, I'm sure there's more, but. There's got to be a lot more. Those are the just, yeah. those are the big hitters. Yep. For sure. The ones, the ones that stuck out are there. Uh, and so now we will get into our recap of what happened in the, in the league over the past week. Eric. 
We'll yeah. down. Let's do it. Um, so our large spread on the week is the first game we're going to talk about. Daft Punk Tribute Band um, beating I Need a Cup 134.22 to 72.23. That is a 61.99 spread. It is now the biggest. Um, so beating out just barely mm-hmm. um, last week's margin of victory leader. So congratulations, Luke. Did it. That's, I think, $5 or $10 in your pocket. Hell yeah. So So there you go. Um, next up here, we have, that was also the low score on the week, the 72.23. Yeah. Um, next up here, we have a Rogers Achilles beating Brees' pieces, 126.15 to 101.4. Very solid win for Team Rennie here. Showing out. Showing out a bit. beat up Brees' pieces squad. Yeah. Um, next we have Prestige Worldwide in a very high scoring matchup against Chubb Thumpin. This one was 143.51 143.51 to 133.05. Those are scores number one and number three on the week. Um, so bummer for Josh. But Huge bummer. That's especially, how it goes. I mean, especially because the thing that, that put the lid on it potentially beating Blake was the injury. Yeah. So. Yeah, not good. Massive bummer. Yeah. Um, but congratulations, Blake, on the top score of the week. Um, hashtag Trey Montgomery beat on Kirko's chain gang, but not by a lot. 125.71 Side? to 122.07. That's three points. Three points. Three points. Seven points. 3.7 points. Yeah, right there. Uh, and in most normal weeks, that would be our tightest spread. But our featured matchup was the tight spread. Holy fuck. Yeah, real close. Um, Cover Cup edging out tanks for the memories. 115.33 to 112.09. That is a 3.24 point spread. Yeah. Um, that is the smallest, second smallest of the season. Um, last week we had a 1.8 point spread. I mean, and um, there there was a time in this matchup where it was like 0. 0.4 points. Yeah, on the projected side. Separation. Yeah, it... Um, <laughs> Like I said, one Jalen Waddle catch away, pretty much. Yep. Like one 15-yard catch, and this thing is within a point. So yeah. um, we can break it down a little bit here. Run it down, yeah. Um, Justin Fields, disappointing, um, but Joe Burrow also, so it didn't really lose too much edge in only a three, Only a three-point matchup. Yeah. Um, my real pain came from the running backs. Travis Etienne only getting 5.2, and Madison only getting 3.4. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was... Brett's strength. Christian McCaffrey putting up 22 and Kyron Williams in the flex spot putting up 25 points. Yeah. Big, big showing with Kyron Williams there. Uh, that pick, what, last year, two years ago? Yeah. Turning great. Turning, turning great. out very well yeah. for the Rams. Yep. Uh, and for Brett right there. Uh, and for Brett. Yeah. Wide receiver wise, you did have a little bit more of an edge in the wide receivers. Uh, Jalen Waddell doing better than Jamar Chase. Zay Flowers just a little bit behind Stefan Diggs, but then Terry McLaurin with a nice 13.9 point week. Absolutely beautiful oh, touchdown Absolutely catch. wonderful. God. Yeah. Sam Howell's looking like he... He might be good. He has, he has a little something. He might he be good. Something. Yeah. Yep. Uh, DJ Hawkinson putting huh. up a big week. 22.1, two touchdowns, 66 yards on seven catches. That's, That's my nice. tight end one. There you go. For now. Yep. Kelsey missed a week. So Right. Yeah. Uh, he was too busy, uh, figuring hanging out, out with Swift. Taylor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which we haven't touched on at all in this show. Cause it's all I, rumors. I'm okay with it. Just living as rumors <laughs> that those two are dating. If anyone is living under a rock and that's me, cause I don't have any social media. Right. Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are being shipped right now. Oh yeah. Um, there's no real confirmation, but it would be kind of awesome. Maybe dope. 
It'd be dope. He'd be able to get Taylor he on did. new heights. He and... went. <laughs> <laughs> he went on the Pat McAfee show earlier today, and of course they asked him um, because they're with ESPN now. And so and McAfee doesn't hold back. No, McAfee doesn't give a shit. Uh, and Travis didn't confirm, but he didn't deny anything. Atta boy, you know, yeah, he's uh, a pro. Yeah, I mean, he did confirm that they have been talking to each other, <laughs> but but he's a big fan, so maybe right. he's just talking to her as a famous fan. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yep. Um, he did say, he did say that, what, he said something along the lines of, like, he saw her rock, like, Arrowhead, and so now she has to see him rock it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Which, wow. like, dude. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's um, hilarious. Yeah, um, anyway, anyways, we got way off track matchup. there. TJ Hawkinson playing very well right now. Um, playing great. Really yeah, earning the money. Tar- nine targets week one, eight targets week two, um, even... An extra offseason with the team has really solidified his role. Mm-hmm. Um, so happy to see that. Yep. Uh, unfortunate for you, you know, missed opportunities. Daniel Jones on the bench with that 32-point week. Yeah, but it, like first half, it was like all oh, first half was like, awful. Two like this was this was the uh, the just the massive comeback story. Yeah. Of you know the Giants maybe turning their fucking season, activating their team. But we'll see. You know they're facing a really good team tonight. Uh, but anyway, rest of the rest of the way we've got Kyron Williams who we hit on James Cook on your side, eighteen points, really looking good, solid. Yeah, as that guy kickers, one one tenth of a point of separation. Dicker, the kicker, not quite doing it. Not quite there. Yep. I, I I knew I shouldn't bet against Justin Tucker, but that wasn't enough to change I it. Mean, it was close. Um, some other misses. Um, that are sitting on the bench. Robert Woods um, is doing himself something. Here. I know. Um, Ra- Raheem Mostert. Very, very good yeah. again. Twenty six point two points. Um I saw another one. Drake London weirdly getting fifteen point seven points after he got throwing eight up targets. After throwing up a dud in week one. They threw the ball. I know. What Crazy. the fuck? Uh, Marquise <laughs> Brown on Brett's side getting fourteen point four points. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so a couple pieces there. Um and Jaden Reed, seventeen point seven points yeah. for the Green Bay Packers. Crazy. Um, you like to see that, although not a lot of targets. Actually, never mind. Eight targets. Eight targets. It's great. Eight. But we'll have to see what happens when Watson comes back. Which he is. He practiced on Wednesday. He did not practice on Thursday. So I don't know what to make of his situation right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, so Jaden Reed, definitely a playable guy right now. Yeah. Yep. I mean, he he outperformed Romeo Dobbs, who had a two-touchdown week one. Yeah. Just don't know what to make of that Packers offense at the moment. Yeah, it's weirdly good. Yeah. Um, but anyways, that's our matchup. Congratulations, Brett. Um, I was really hoping to get a win this week. You came it close. Really, it I really felt like I had a chance. I mean, um, you know, it came down to the Cleveland Browns defense just not being able to put three more points on the board for you. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, so good job, Brett. Um, that puts me at one and one and Luke at two and oh. So Woo. congratulations, Luke, on getting that correct. Um, our average score was up this week um, to 118.576. It was at 104 or something last week. Yeah, low. Um, 101 last week. Um, and the spread got closer. Um, so from 40.4 down to 20.8. So games are getting closer. Scores are getting higher. Yep. I think we're getting better. Well, teams are, teams are figuring out their offenses. They're not, they're not as, you know, out of the gate. (laughs) Yes, that's correct. (laughs) So yeah, well, it'll get more exciting as the season kicks up, but let's continue on into the waiver action that happened over this past week. First up, Matt Breida. We've talked on uh, about him a little bit um in the injury section but 
He was the hot pickup this week. $31, Eric, to you. Only other bid was me who put in a $12 on him. Yeah, I mean, I figured he's probably the guy for the next at least few weeks. I could use some running back help here. Worth a shot, um, yeah. Might as well see what he's got. Um, nothing yet, really, yep. but first game. Yeah, right. So. We'll see. Uh, next up, Pierre Strong, running back of the Cleveland Browns. Picked up by Ehrman for $8. Only other bid there was Josh with $6. Looked like it might have been a decent pickup, and then they went ahead and signed Kareem Hunt. So not so much anymore. Yeah, so a little – now it's a depth piece yep. once again. Right. Yeah. So, oh, well, $8. Yep. Whatever. Yep. Um, and the last one here, I wanted to put it on because we had a defense. waiver, a bidding war on a defense. Defense. Um, so Kansas City Chiefs got picked up for $5 by Jackson. Blake tried to get him for free. Wow, so cheap. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they've played well, um, but they're still Chris, defense 16. Chris Jones is back, yeah, uh, which is helping them out. The matchup this week is the Bears, which is juicy as hell. It then they juicy. get the Jets. Yeah, they do have a good... And then they get the very turnover-prone Minnesota Vikings. And then they get Denver. Honestly, their slate of matchups of the next four weeks... Yeah, they've got a solid Pretty schedule. nice. Yep, they do have a nice schedule. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll give them that, but... I mean, I picked them up in another league for that exact reason. I dropped them, so... Oof. We'll see. That's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I picked up Jacksonville, and they're playing good. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, But, yeah, that's what we got for the waivers in terms of notable guys. Uh, There are a few others, but I don't want to talk about them. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, no no bidding wars on them. I mean, actually, no. I also dropped the Jaguars. I don't know who I have on defense anymore. Doesn't matter. Um, No trades. Cool. This week. Nope. Um, in our NFL. Right. There was in the real NFL, but. Real NFL. We already talked about it. Whatever. And yeah. power rankings will be back next week. They're not here yet. So one more week to marinate um, the power rankings, and they'll be back next week um, with the inaugural 2023 rankings. Ooh. So hold your breath Ooh. for a week if you can. Don't do it for that long. You will die. That's probably true. Um, And now <laughs> we have the matchup preview. Luke, who are we previewing this we week? We will be looking at hashtag Trade Montgomery going up against Rogers Achilles, a matchup of the Broncos fans, yep. the Broncos faithful in our league, as Eric takes on Ryan. We have, I, I'm actually like kind of surprised we got a bit by of a the spread contingency of teams. we yep. have. We got Broncos, um, we got Chiefs, we got Chargers, we got like a lot of, we got the AFC West. And we have Vikings and Bears. Yes. Yeah. No Packers, thank God. FTP. Yeah. Is why. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of Indy sprinkled in there with Jackson. Right. And and Sean with the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot. We got a good we got good coverage. Oh, and Brett with the Panthers. Right. Yep. We know Brett loves the Panthers. Big Panthers fan, that so, Brett. Um yeah. We got a really like a surprising amount of spread considering most of us are from the Midwest. Did we say didn't we say Brett's a fan of another team now? Oh, he's a Bills fan now. He's too. a Bills fan yeah. now, right. Yeah. yeah. He's a Panthers Bills fan as well as Vikings. as well as Vikings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brett's loyal to everyone. He is. He's very nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Trey Montgomery and Rogers Achilles. Yep. Um let's let's break this down. Point at start is or spread at start is six and a half points in favor of Eric. Yep. Um so yeah, let's see what we got. Let us look at it. First up, quarterbacks on either side. Eric rocking Lamar Jackson and Ryan with CJ Stroud, rookie QB who is coming out of the gates. Pretty fucking toasty. The thing with Stroud is the volume. <laughs> it's it's because their he's offensive thrown, line. He's thrown like 91 passes their, already. Their offensive line is not good enough to do anything with the run game, but I guess he can get the ball off in time. Yeah, like this like <laughs> Houston passing offense like kind of looks okay. Uh, yeah. 
Which is wild. Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and Robert Woods all feel like startable wide receivers. Right Absolutely. Now. Yeah. Damian um, Pierce, I do not feel great about at the moment. No. Because but, it's the it's the line. Right. It's the line. It's fault. the line. I, yeah. I, I think Pierce is still a solid piece. He's just so not startable yet. Nope. Um, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. I just more trusted asset, mm. and he can run. Um, and right. Stroud can, but it's not the same. Yeah. Yep. I'm also going to go with Lamar Jackson here. The Ravens are taking on the Colts. Uh, and the Texans are taking on the Jags. I feel better about Lamar with the experience. And week three in this Todd Monken offense, last week uh, he put up 24 completions for 237 yards, two touchdowns, as well as running for, what is that, 54 yards? You know, so back to Lamar shit. Yeah. Classic, which is great. Classic Lamar. Yeah. Um, so I'm in on Lamar here um, in this in this matchup here. Same. Uh, next up we have David Montgomery on... Eric's team going against Rashad White. Okay, so who does he slot in when Eric, when David Montgomery doesn't go? Oh, that's a fair point. <laughs> uh, AJ Dillon or Hunt? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is still not practicing. Yeah, that's not that's now not good. Now, what isn't great about it uh, is the New Orleans Saints defense is very fucking good. Yeah. Um. So that's a bit of a hamper. But I would feel okay putting AJ Dillon in to start. Yeah, let's call it AJ Dillon. Yeah. Um, for comparison stake. So AJ Dillon versus Rashad White because Montgomery is almost certainly out. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Dillon would be going against the Saints. Saints. Yep. And uh, Rashad White going against the Eagles. Yikes! I would side with AJ Dillon just a little bit if Jones is out. If Jones is out, yeah. Um. Because that Eagles defensive line is scary. It is scary. They're so good. It is scary. Um, I would also side with AJ Dillon. Um, although Rashad White, Rashad White's getting a lot of work. A lot of volume was much better in Week Two. Yeah. Well, the Bears. So. Yeah. Again, matchup matters. <laughs> so, yeah, AJ Dillon, but not by a lot. These guys are both low tier. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Running backs. Right. L- yeah, low tier on, uh, again, don't know what to make the Packers offense without a- Aaron Jones. And the Bucks. Baker just likes to throw the fucking ball. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. And I think they're going to have to do that against the Eagles. Yeah. Which they're going to have opportunity. The Eagles secondary is beat up. Yeah, it's not good. Next up, running back two position. We have Derrick Henry right now on Eric's side going up against Najee Harris for Renbarger. Uh, Titans are taking on the Cleveland Browns, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are taking on the Las Vegas Raiders, who just got whooped on by the Bills. Um, I can't go against Derrick Henry here. I can't go for Najee, frankly. Honestly, yeah, that too. It's not even about Henry as much as it is about Najee. Um, Najee Harris, the first two weeks of the season, uh, snap percentage just above 50%, six carries in week one. 10 in week two. It's really, really low. It's not great. Uh, No, no targets. Two and three. Two in week one, three in week two. Two catches, one catch, respectively. Jalen Warren, six targets in each. <laughs> Jalen Warren is, he's, he's better. He's doing it. He's better. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I I just can't trust Najee here. No. Nope. Um, so I have to go Derrick Henry. Uh. Yeah, same. Derrick Henry to the moon. On that yeah. one. <laughs> I, I mean, that one was to the moon. It is a definite Derrick Henry, though. Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill going against Keenan Allen. Hill on Eric's side and mm-hmm. Allen on Ryan's side. Um, Dolphins taking on the Broncos mm, uh, yeah. and the Chargers taking on the Vikings. 
from a matchup standpoint, you have to look at Keenan Allen here, but Tyreek Hill is the best receiver from a fantasy perspective right. in the game. Tyreek Hill is the best fantasy receiver in the game. I will side with him for sure. I will make the case for Keenan Allen. I get it. He's been on fire to start this season. Uh, 91% of snaps week one, 94. He's the wide receiver one, unquestioned. Nine targets in week one, 10 in week two, 11.2 fantasy points, 28.1. He is... Oh, there's a case to be made. I'm not denying. The, the fucking offense that Kellen Moore brought in to L.A. is doing wonders for Keenan Allen. It's great for him. Well, and a horrible pass defense this oh, week awful. with Minnesota. Awful. They're, like, it's it's improved, and, and just, it's still bad. Yeah, yep. So I definitely see the case, but I can't side against I, Hill. Yeah, can't but go against Hill. Wide receiver Hill. one against wide receiver five, I mean, about as good of a matchup as you're going to get. Yeah, it's super nice, but yeah, I have to go with Tyreek Hill here. Yep. Um, The matchup against Denver is a little bit tougher. Yes. But he's Tyreek Hill. He's Tyreek Hill, yep. and Waddle could be out. Right, exactly. Next up, Chris Olave uh, going for Eric Williams and Jerry Judy on Ryan's side. Uh, both these guys projected right around 10, 11 points. Saints, Packers, Broncos, Dolphins. What are you thinking here? Um, I want to go Olave. I'm going to go Olave just because I don't trust Denver still. I can't. Uh, yeah. Judy didn't play week one, week two, only five targets. Yeah, not not super. I know they're probably just trying to work him, like ease him back in, but that Denver offense the, is like not good. Russell Wilson had a good game last week by the standards of what he's been doing in Denver. Sure. He only had 18 completions. Yeah, they yeah, he he's running more yeah. than he was. Yep. Sean Payton misses Taysom Hill, and mm-hmm. so he's making Russell Wilson into his Taysom Hill. Oof. Which is rough. It's gross. Um, I'm <laughs> going to go Olave here. I just, he's so freaking good. Yeah. Yep. I got to go Olave as well. This Miami defense is looking really good right now. Um, I can't trust Jerry Judy yet. And I don't know. I think Sutton is kind of getting more work. Yeah. You know, he it's is. weird. Um, so yeah, Olave here. Next up, Jahan Dotson over on Eric's side. Jordan Addison on Ryan's side. This is a fun one. Um, it'd be more fun if Jahan Dotson was actually living up to the preseason hype. Yeah, he was, he was hyped getting. pretty hard yeah. in the beginning of the season. Um, I'm going to go Addison here. This game is going to be an absolute shootout. It's going to be so fun. Um, <laughs> both of these defenses, like, not that good. Um, and Addison, I think, is going to eat. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, he's gonna get I'm s- really excited about this kid. A- Addison, he's already doing his work. He's getting some, like, some good, long touchdowns. Kirk likes throwing to him deep, uh, and he can get open. Well, because there's not that much attention on it. There's not. Because of the guy on the other there's side. There's not, exactly. you got to focus on Justin Jefferson, who's still putting up 150 yards Dude, a game. It's crazy. <laughs> it's it's nuts. This offense, like, I think the whole Kevin O'Connell thing is just like, we're just going to score more points than you. Yeah. You can score as many as you want. We're just going to try and score right. more. And, I mean. It hasn't last, worked out yet. Not this, this season. season. Last season, that absolutely worked. Yeah. Um. So, We'll see. I, I'm going to take Addison here. I, I, I love the shootout potential of this game. Yeah, I'm also going to go with Addison. The shootout potential is great. Uh, the Commanders are taking on the Buffalo Bills. Um, so that's a tougher matchup for sure. Yep. Yep. Next up, tight end position. Eric, who do we got? We have Evan Ingram on Eric's side. They are Jacksonville is playing Houston, and we have Zach Ertz playing Dallas on Ryan's side here. Um, Zach Ertz has 18 targets on the year. Kind of like a sneaky one. Um, Zach Ertz has been quite involved. He is Josh Dobbs, um, considering the age. 
Yeah. 32 years old, 10th season here. Um, Evan Ingram has been involved, but less so. Um, a lot of mouths to feed in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, three solid wide receivers, and then Evan Ingram as well, along with ETN in the backfield. Right. There's just a lot going on in Jacksonville. Yeah. I'm going to take Ertz. I know Dallas is obviously a horrible matchup. Right. But Dobbs is going to be dumping. He is. Yeah. I mean, he's already it's been the doing only it. option. Yeah. Zach Ertz, 10 targets week one, eight targets week two. Like, he's he's Josh Dobbs' go to guy right now. Um, what's the yardage total that Zach Ertz has? Uh, not a lot. Only no. 78. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, 5.1, 8.6. Like, in terms of tight end landscape, you take that. He's tight end nine right now, which is gross that you take that. Um, I'm going to go with Evan Ingram here. Yeah. Uh the the matchup against Dallas scares me just because I think they're just going to be getting at Dobbs and he's not going to have enough time to get rid of the ball a lot. Uh and Houston is the matchup for Jacksonville. I like that more. Evan Ingram, while he's you know involved, five targets, eight targets, like he's still involved in this offense. Yeah. Um he's tied in four on the year so far. So yeah. uh, I'm going to go with Ingram here. Yep. I get it. In the flex spot here, we have Rasheed Rice on Eric's side going against Nico Collins on Ryan's side. Um, Kansas City is going against Chicago, and Houston is going against Jacksonville. Um, this one's pretty easy for me. I'm going to take Nico. Yeah, it's Nico. Nico's going off. Nico's a smash play for me right here. Um, Jacksonville, like, Jacksonville's going to be putting up points. Houston always is playing from behind. They're throwing the ball a fuck ton. A ton. And Nico Collins, through two weeks, 20 targets. Yeah, he's getting the large majority of the work. Yeah. Um, so you love to see it. This is Nico Collins by like a pretty significant margin for me. Yep. Um, Rasheed Rice, yeah, he could be something, I suppose. He was really strong in week one, but went down to 18% of the snaps in week two. So pretty pretty low usage there. I would look on Eric's side, I would look to either flex Cortland Sutton in that place. Um, I don't want to do Allen Robinson. I, I looked at it and then thought about it, looked at the stats and went, no. Yeah, bummer with Ayuk being out. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah, huge bummer there. Um, but anyways, so that's where that's at. Um, and then kickers, Tyler Bass on Eric's side going Ooh. against Jake Elliott uh-huh. on Ryan's side. So Buffalo, Washington, Philadelphia, Tampa Bay mm-hmm. is what we have going on there. Yep. Uh, um, Tyler Bass currently the kicker seven on the year. Jake Elliott the kicker two kicker on two. the year. I mean – Two solid offenses here that are going to get get some this week. Um, I'm going to go with Jake Elliott All right. out of these two guys, uh, mainly because Philly's offense is doing some weird shit right now. I don't know. They haven't totally figured themselves out. They can get into it's field like goal range, but they can't finish it. Yeah, It's like long touchdowns yeah. is what they're doing. Yep. I mean, he had four, uh, you know, four extra points last week. Um, but three field goal attempts, four field goal attempts. Like, they're getting in field goal range and just not finishing the drives right now. That's that's great for Jake Elliott. Yeah, Buffalo also has the tendency to go for it on they do. fourth, yep. um, which definitely hurts kicker potential. Um, yeah, I'll take Elliott, too. He's been solid the last few years. Philadelphia right. is going to get in lots of scoring positions. Tampa Bay's defense is very much been don't break. Yes. Yeah. Very so much they so. they let you in range. Yep, they do. So I like that as well. Finally, defenses. We have the Seahawks on Eric's side going up against the Baltimore Ravens on Ryan's side. Ravens, Colts, Seahawks, Panthers. Panthers with Andy Dalton. Ravens with Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Back up QB matchups here. <laughs> yeah, this one is a kind of a doozy. Um, 
like Golly. looking I'm like looking like Golly. how the defense has been faring so far. Um Seattle surprisingly good against Detroit, um, which is really solid offense there. They put up, they got 13 fantasy points. Yeah. Um, Baltimore had a good week one against Houston, not so good against Cincy. That's to be expected. I think Baltimore's defense is more solid. Um, but you could flip a coin here. I think I'm going to go with Baltimore, but... I'm not surprised whichever one of these comes out on top. I think I'll take Seattle. It looks like there's potential for rain in Seattle um, oh, on okay. Sunday. Sloppy um, game. So I'll take a little bit of the weather game um, and the Andy Dalton being old and not being able to see which yeah. receivers are actually his. Fair enough. He's thrown to so many different jersey colors, it's like hard to know if he's yeah. even going to throw to the right ones. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, joking aside, I just, I don't know. This is pretty much a toss-up. I'll yeah. take Seattle here. Cool. Yeah, I'll go with Baltimore. Recency bias alone. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, cool. And so that is what we have for all the positions. Now it's time for us to take a look at the final call. Who went first last time? Um, you did I technically. did because it was for me. Yeah. Uh, so I will go first this time. Um, I'm going to go with Eric here. Mm. I'm going to go hashtag Trey Montgomery. Uh, the Lamar Jackson factor is playing a big a big part of that, but also the the big potential boom that you're getting from Derrick Henry from Tyreek Hill and uh potential for Evan Ingram to just have a stellar stellar week at tight end I think is enough to go over the top. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Um it's it's close though. This is a close matchup. Like when I look at the top half of the matchup, I'm like, okay, yeah, definitely Eric. And then as I scroll down, I'm like, oh, well, the like depth. most of the bottom half I would give to Ryan. Yeah. Um, Nico Collins in the flex is a yeah, really Nico nice flex. Really, it's a like, really nice it's really flex. Really make my eyes go wow. Addison, <laughs> Addison is your wide receiver too. That's super nice. Uh, Zach Ertz, I, consistent I mean, tight end. Yeah. In the same vein that like the Addison thing is going to be because of a shootout, I think Allen could go off as well. I mean, your argument's super valid. Yeah, obviously Tyreek Hill's the best Tyree fantasy Hill, asset, you know? but like. Oh golly, I'm going to take Ryan here. Um, I All believe. Right. Um. Yeah, I believe in the up-and-coming of C.J. Stroud. Um, I believe in the shootout for Keenan Allen, Jordan Addison, and I uh, I like the C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins stack. Mm. I think that's that's valuable. That's, super valuable. I mean, that is very valuable. That's a good point. Um, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Ryan here. So All right, cool. Either of you feel free to prove us wrong. We're differing again. Yeah, um, we are. So we'll see if I'm just digging myself into a hole or if Luke is finally going to join me We'll see um, on the lost call. Could, we could just go back to even. <laughs> yes, we could. Let's hope. Uh, let's not hope. I'm going to hope for the opposite. <laughs> so, cool. That's what we got for the matchup, and that is what we have for the show. Eric, anything else you would like to add? No, that's it. All right, cool. With that, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Blue Balls podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. And with that, have a good night, have a good day, and have a good week. Good luck. <laughs>